I'm sorry, man. All right, anyways, here we go. All right, and we're live. Welcome to the Real Fit Podcast. My name is Cade. I am the host of the show. Real Fit is an acronym that stands for Real Free Independent Thinking. Basically, what we're looking to do on this show is bring on young leaders who are looking to raise their standards and are focused on growth in all realms of human endeavor. We will discuss both the trials and tribulations of living in the 21st century and learn from the guests we bring on the show. Today, we have a good friend of ours coming on who is an entrepreneur and business owner. He's someone who I've personally admired for a while now, and I'm excited to have an in-depth conversation about the journey he's been on in entrepreneurship and the lessons that he's learned. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Tony to the show. How you doing, Tony? If you don't mind, just kind of um, tell the people who you are and, and what it is that you do. For sure. Thank you, Cade. Um, you know, first of all, I am Tony Hernandez, like you said. I guess just quick three things about me I'll say again is uh, the, the number one most important part about me is my faith. I'm a big Christian, big believer in Christ, and he has changed my life 100%. Um, you know, there's three days that changed my life. And the factor of importance, it's number one, the day I gave my life to God. Number two, the day I met my fiance. And then number three, the day I kind of chose my career, what I want to do. Uh, but yeah, number two is my fiance. That's something about me. We've been dating for six years and recently engaged and getting married next year. And so we've been dating for six years. That's a big accomplishment. Harder than having a business. <laughs> uh, harder than a lot of things I've accomplished. And uh, then third is, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. Love finances, love stocks, anything business related. I love to talk about my, my main entrepreneur path is e-commerce. I've been growing a business for a couple of years, leveraging the Amway opportunity, uh, built a website with that. And um, just a little bit of different incomes outside of that with a um, little bit of stocks. Uh, I have a house, so I have roommates with rental income there. And then obviously I'm still working. I'm a Verizon manager and that pays good. And yeah, so that's about me. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. So a uh, brief, brief uh, background about how I met Tony. Um, it was actually while I was at university and it was an online class that we were doing. And uh, we were going through like the class discussions where you basically talk about, you know, what got you um, into the class. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I was going through and seeing what other people were saying. And I came across Tony and he was basically talking about his entrepreneurship endeavors on top of school and all of these things that he's doing. And um, you know, it kind of intrigued me. And so I hit him up and I was like, yo, my name's Cade, you know, um, I'm interested in what you're doing. And so we met up a few times and I didn't end up going down the same path he went, but um, based off of the conversations that we had, he, um, he really had a huge impact on me as a young person. Um, he was somebody who kind of showed me that just because you're young, you can still be successful. You can still have, as long as you really have the mindset, um, you can really do whatever it is you want to do. And uh, he's been a huge in inspiration to me. And um, when I had the idea of starting a podcast, he was really one of the first people who um, I wanted to have on the show. And I think he has a lot of value to offer to you guys, um, not only just in business, but in life. Um, so um, welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you doing Thank this. You. Um, I know you're a busy guy, got a lot going on, but you took the time out to, to do this with us. So I really appreciate that, bro. And um, I guess we'll just start off with like, what, what got you into entrepreneurship? Was it, um, were you always an entrepreneur at heart or was there a certain moment in time where you realized like the entrepreneurship route is really where you wanna go? Yeah, so um, first of all, and thank you for having me. I think when Kay started off this business with Josh, the Real Fit Podcast, I immediately supported because you know, going, I went to college for a couple of years at ASU, and that's like known as the number one party school, you know, like in the movies. I mean, Friday nights was crazy there. Uh, and for me, being a, 
quiet kid throughout my school years that was like a scary environment you know quiet shy kid and then like parties going on all around me like especially Cade said he he didn't know me till college but we went to the same middle school it's just that we, we never were in the same classes um, but Cade has always dressed fly <laughs> I was mentioning earlier got to uh, middle school he was dressed super fly chains you know <laughs> good brands uh, and then and then uh, we reconnected in college that's when he like knew of me and still dressed in fly yep um, yep but this podcast for sure I'm excited to talk about you know just my my journey and a little bit from you guys too um, like I said just to give the younger people something to get excited about that's not temporary pleasure you know for sure um but yeah how i got started entrepreneurship is is mostly in high school you know high school is when you're young you're gonna have to figure out what you want to do in life and most people that age have no idea what they want to do because at that time all i knew working wise was dishwashing you know i was a dishwasher in high school i was a lunch lady you know i was the first lunch lady actually (laughs) i don't know did you guys have lunch ladies yeah yeah did you guys have any student workers? Yep. Yeah. You did? Yeah. I was one of them, you know. Make a little bit of wage. <laughs> exactly. And here's the thing. In high school, those lunch ladies, like the student workers, at the time, only juniors and seniors could work. Yeah. I was the first freshman to work. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I completely sold that boss. That's a hustler right told, there. told her, like, hey, <laughs> you got to let me work here during the lunch hours. I know only juniors and seniors can work here. Uh, but but please just just let me work here. And I came to her office a couple times, and it was like fifty bucks a week or something. I don't know because you only work forty minutes a day during your lunch period. Right. Um, but yeah, so during that time in high school, when I was towards my senior year, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I thought it was going to be psychology because everyone tells you when you're graduating, hey, do something you're good at, do something you like, and you'll be set for life. Do something you're good at, do something you like. Here's the thing, most people's advice was that, but most people in their 40s and 50s weren't really that passionate about their life or their career. And so in my head, I was just trying to question the norm a little bit, like, hey, if I'm gonna follow the advice of all these people saying, do what you're good at or what you like, why would I wanna end up where they're at where they're looking for a new career, you know? Right. So everyone told me, hey, you're good at talking to people in terms of listening. You're good at, uh, you know, asking them questions and, uh, you know, just things like that, studying that type of mindset. So they said do psychology and I was going to do psychology, but then I I watched a YouTube video and the guy was a psychologist for many years in his late 50s. And he said, if I were to restart my life, I would not choose psychology. Wow. And so I was like, well, then why would I choose psychology myself? So then I watched a different video of a guy named Ricky Gutierrez, who's an Arizona, like, youngest millionaire. Uh, that's where we're at, Arizona, represent, <laughs> yep, you know. Yep. Uh, one day we'll not be in Arizona because it's very hot here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he was in Arizona, and he was a stock market guy. He was, like, a big entrepreneur, and he really inspired me with the entrepreneurship lifestyle because because of the passion he had. He was, like, in his late 20s, but, I mean, it just looked like he was loving every day, even if he was working all day. And so I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. Something where if I'm asked, would I restart and do it again? It'd be yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. So last minute, I changed my major from psychology to business. And then I went to ASU for business um, and, and kind of decided like, okay, I want to do something entrepreneur related. I didn't know what yet, but just something entrepreneur related. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Picking back off of like what you what you're saying, one thing I realized in you know, um, is that if I'm gonna be successful at anything, um, I'm definitely gonna have to have a passion for it, and I'm gonna have to enjoy what it is I'm doing. Um, for me, man, I'm not one of those people who can just grind away at something that I'm not interested in, that I'm not enjoying. Um, so for me, it's been a process of like figuring out, okay, um, if if this job isn't what I want to work, then then what exactly is it? Because it's got to be something. So mm-hmm. it's definitely been a journey of like a journey of like self-discovery of figuring out, okay, what is it that I like to do? What am I good at? And I think that's kind of the first step um, with entrepreneurship. You know what I mean? Probably. I mean, is that what you think? It's just finding something that you're passionate about, that you enjoy, and kind of going down that path? Yeah. Passionate about, yes, you know. Um, but I would say, I mean, for me, even the more important question was not necessarily exactly what you like, but will it give you the things you like? Mm-hmm. You know, for example, like I didn't grow up thinking, oh, one day I'm going to be an e-commerce entrepreneur. You know, I'm going to own a website, uh, sell products online, grow sales teams. I mean, what kid would think that, you know? So it wasn't necessarily like a first growing up passion of mine, but it was the lifestyle I could provide that attracted me. So I would say like find find out how you want to live and then and then look at the careers that do that. Right. For example, for me it was like traveling. I wanted to be able to travel later on in life. I wanted to be able to retire earlier, you know, not in like my 60s, but maybe my 40s. Yeah. And um I just for me personally wanted to have a little bit more luxury, you know, the nice cars and all that good stuff. And so I saw okay, that's that's the things I want to have. What careers give that? Right. And I saw like real estate gives that. Mm-hmm. Uh, investors give that online entrepreneurs give that so so yeah that really helped me just figure out like how i want to live and then find the careers based on that i like that a lot man work the other way what are some what are some lessons that you've learned um along this journey of being an entrepreneur what are some some key lessons that you've learned maybe some setbacks um what are some yeah what are some lessons that you learned along this journey right something i said earlier to you was like the the taking action part yeah you know starting the podcast even though you never really planned it out for that long right. you didn't think you were that set up but that idea just started off and you you went for it without overthinking right and i've had a lot of friends that start businesses and then restart and then just kind of just kind of give up over and over um or other friends that uh, they talk a lot about ideas but they never take action upon them and and they're just trying to get your advice like hey what do you think about this what do you think about this right and they're looking for like the perfect thing but in reality like there's not really a perfect thing out there like right any opportunity there's going to be downs to it uh just like any relationship right right and if you're gonna if you're gonna get married you have to marry their they're bad you know right. they're gonna have to deal up deal with all your all your poop you know all the things that they don't like about you so that they can deal with the good things. So same with like a business, you have to deal with the bad if you want to, if you want to enjoy the good things about it. For sure, man. Mm-hmm. For so. sure. One thing for me, bro, is um, I realized like, like you're kind of saying, the, the first thing that I think anybody has to have is, is faith in themselves um, and faith in, in whatever it is they want to do. So for me, when I decided I want to do a podcast, I had absolutely no idea how to even do a podcast. I, I'm mm-hmm. not a tech guy. I'm not anything like that. Um, but what I realized is like, all right, if, if this is something I want to do, I'm just going to have to learn along the way. I'm going to have to take that first step, have faith in myself that, you know, things will work out eventually if I put the work in and if I take the first step and, and, and apply myself and I'll learn along the way. 
And um, yeah, I just think that's that's kind of like my message for younger people is like whatever it is you want to do, whether it's um, entrepreneurship, whether it's starting a podcast, whether it's fitness or business or sports, you have to take the first step and, and you'll, you'll learn you'll learn along the way. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll get better as you go. Um, mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, man, for someone who is thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, what would you say is a few things when it comes to mindset that is like a must? Like you have to have these things when it comes to mindset mm-hmm. for being an entrepreneur. Mm, that's a hefty question. I mean, there's a lot of books that talk about it. You know, like the magic of thinking big talks about the mindset you have to have, the belief you have to have in yourself. Then think and grow rich. You said talks about having faith. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would say that one of the bigger traits you need is is faith, and that's it. Like I guess a why, a why to what you're doing. You know, if you don't really have a good reason to why you're starting a business or why you're starting an idea, then then you're gonna give up. You know, for example, you have a deeper reasoning to why you want to start the podcast, which is to inspire people. If your reasoning was like, like just money, you know, or just fame or popularity, then right. then once once you have a couple of months of struggle where you don't maybe get views or something, then that why is not strong enough right. to make you want to keep going. Yeah, for but, sure. Man. But since your why is like inspire people, yeah, then even if like a couple of people are inspired right away, that'll drive you long enough to keep going. For sure. so I'd say I'd say the faith and then uh, a deep meaningful why for yeah. sure man mm-hmm. yeah I definitely agree um, not only is faith important but like like you said you got to keep going you know what I mean everybody's gonna have struggles and, and and like this man like there might be five people watching there might be five million people watching either way if, if you enjoy what you're doing and, and if you have a why with it I think you can be successful for sure yeah. would you agree with that for sure yeah well, why do you think um faith is really important um, I think it's important, man, because especially it seems like with the way society is kind of set up, it's like there's going to be a lot of people who tell you every reason why you, you shouldn't do what you're doing. What, whatever that is, whether that's podcasting or business, entrepreneurship, there's going to be people around you, people on the Internet who tell you, oh, you know, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? Like you're just you're just a normal person, you know, like, yeah, you know, they're, they're going to criticize you and this and that. And you have to have that that inner that inner faith that like. It doesn't really matter what they think because deep down, this is this is what I'm gonna do, and you kind of just have to have that mindset, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so. about well about like um, spiritual faith. I know you guys said earlier, you have a little bit of spiritual faith yourself. Most do you Go think, ahead, Josh. Do you think that's super important for like successful people to keep their success? Because I know a lot of people sometimes they they reach success, and then they they take bad actions or they mess up a little bit, slip up in life, and they lose some of that. Yeah, do you think like spiritual, spiritual mm-hmm. is a little bit important to that too. Yes, I think um, faith and spirituality definitely go hand in hand with each other. If that makes sense, um, I mean, without faith, I believe people really can't do nothing. It's like um, people go and order fast food. People could go to the grocery market. People can yeah. uh, wake up and brush their teeth or wash their face. And it's, they got faith that whatever products that they're using or whoever's preparing, whatever it is, uh, in particular for them that they trust that they're doing what they're supposed to and that they're, they're not there to harm them. They're sure. not there to, to hurt them in any way. Um, so I believe everyone has faith in some way, shape, or form. Some people just don't know how to explain, or some people don't know 
or truly know how strong their faith is. And so, some people have strong faith, and some people's faith is a little bit more weaker than others. Mm. But I do believe that everyone has faith in some way, shape, or form. Now, I, I think um, from the moment like you come out of the womb, that it's almost like you want instant gratification. And I think that um, the younger kids are that they you want instant gratification and and you want things done instantly um and i know it's like you said at the time you got to high school you started really thinking about what it is that you wanted to do what advice would you give uh to those kids who are at that stage in their life where they're surrounded by a lot of noise they're surrounded by a lot of distractions especially in high school when they might have bad influences or they might have friends but that not that might not want the best for them yeah. How, uh, what advice would you give to someone to kind of uh, block out those distractions, block out the noise uh, so that they don't necessarily feel like they need instant gratification, but so that they can start working uh, towards their long term mm-hmm. goals? Oh, yeah, I like that. For, for me, I learned about instant gratification from my older brother. My older brother is someone that taught me everything not to do you know he, he kind of got into the wrong crowd early on uh he got into substance abuse uh partying alcohol uh, just a lot of bad things happened out for him and he'd always be like four years older than me and so he showed me like what it's like to pursue instant gratification but on like the the max level obviously most people aren't that that max level but he just showed me like hey if you pursue instant gratification you're you're having fun in that day, but year to year, I mean, your life's declining. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, like you said, in high school, feel they don't have a positive association. And you know, find not even just a huge group, but at least one person that's older than them, and that can that can tell them, hey, I was where you were at one time, and and just do this because it's, it's very hard to listen to yourself. Like if you're if you're in a friend group of you know five people. And, and they're all your age, like, it's going to be really hard for you to mature faster in, in life if, if you're thinking at the level they're thinking. So to get out of those distractions, you don't necessarily have to cut out your friends unless obviously they're harmful, but, like, you got to find some, some older people, some more mature people, people further in life that have the traits you want to have. Uh, the Bible says something um, about people. It says, obviously, you don't have to judge people. That's not your role. But it says you could identify their life by the fruits on their trees. So it says, okay, you don't have to, you don't have to go up to people and say, oh, uh, you're not living a good life. You're not living you know, how you're supposed to. You're doing this bad. You don't have to do that. But you can tell by the fruits on their tree if, if you want to have their life. In other words, like how are their finances? How are their relationships? I like that. How's their health? You can tell a lot about someone just by that five people in their life does it go along with you reap what you sow exactly like you, you really can't hide it at the end of the day whatever yeah. it is that you're sowing to that's what you're going to be a product of mm-hmm. let yeah. me let me ask mm-hmm. you this tony um what are some what are some of the biggest struggles that you face as a young entrepreneur um obviously like you know you're, you're still starting out in life you're, you know you're still young what are some struggles that you face so far um i would say i would say like the uh, the comparing game yeah. Because, like with social media, there's always someone that's better than you. Right. So it's just that comparing game. Like, you know, a lot of people have complimented me, like, 
oh wow it's cool you, you bought a house at 20 uh you didn't even come from a rich family you bought off your cars like and, and like it's cool to hear those compliments but then you go on social media and i see someone that did it at 18 <laughs> yeah. you know i see i see someone at 21 have two houses driving a lamborghini know, or something like right, that right yeah. i mean you know things like that but i think that that's maybe one of my biggest struggles mostly just because i'm not necessarily brand new entrepreneur yeah i'm more intermediate now and it's just seeing like wow there's always someone growing faster than me um so i think the part of appreciation and gratitude is maybe one of my my struggles is be a little bit more appreciative of what i already have don't be so um impatient you know yeah. for success because it, it's more about like what am i learning throughout the process and as long as i'm with my fiance and we're not ruining our values then it doesn't matter how long it's going to take you know let me ask you this, man. I, I know you've uh, been in a long-term relationship. Like, uh, what about your relationship with your wife, your, your fiance. Wife, fiance? Soon to be. Um, Soon to be. What are some, like, things that that's, like, helped you with? You know what I mean? Um, I think um, when you look at, like, our generation, it's, like, you very rarely do you see, like, a, a long-term committed relationship in young, sure. in young people. You know what right. I mean? So, um, like, for me, it's been great, you know? So, I'm just curious, like, as an entrepreneur, like, how has that um, benefited you in, in some type of ways, having, like, that stable relationship with, mm, with one girl yeah. i mean how was that oh yeah i mean huge you yeah know, for sure like i i feel like having one steady relationship saves you so much more time and money to be honest for sure you don't you don't have to impress someone every single day like you still want to be romantic towards them and serve them but you don't got to be you know trying to impress them on every single day and, and doing all these crazy things you know that you do when you first meet someone the first couple of months right you know and i think the the real enjoyment from a relationship comes after that initial two year period when the butterflies go away and you already know all you know about each other but now now you're now you're learning like hey we're actually committed right we've seen all the bad about each other um so yeah having having my fiance definitely helped me she's a big entrepreneur herself too yeah you know she she you guys are doing all this together time. so it's like exactly. it's cool to see that yeah maybe. we do everything together um in the beginning she bought too much starbucks <laughs> so so i had to get that yeah that out of her i was like you know if we're gonna be together this this daily starbucks has to stop so <laughs> um but she's definitely su not just supportive but proactive in in everything that we have for sure man yeah. Yeah, it's like, like you were saying, man, like relationships are kind of similar to business. That kind of, that's what it seems like, you know, mm -hmm. as a young person, I'm not an expert in either, but mm -hmm. it seems like, you know, if, if you want something, whether it's business or whether it's a relationship, like you're not going to find it. You have to build it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, things take time and, and everything like that. So like, like with my relationship with Carla, my fiance, uh, I had a post when we got engaged and in my post, I kind of just thanked all my relationship mentors for all the times they've invested into us yeah you know we probably have a list of mm, probably like eight different couples you know 16 people where all of them older than us you know married long time and they're just available to call anytime like we're in a really low moment and that's why we're together and like, same thing with business we have a, a call list of you know even more than eight probably but just a call us of a ton of people older than us that if we're ever like, man, I just feel like giving up or yeah. I feel like I'm stuck, we can call them and they can be like, dude, like, get out of your head. Like, yeah. you're fine, reassure you know? You. Yeah, reassure you because being young, your age, that's all you've lived. Yeah. But, but then when you get older, five years older, ten years older, you look at someone that used to be your age and you can think out of the picture because you're yeah. not there anymore. Uh, like like when my little brothers go up 
I have two two younger brothers. Uh, one of them, uh, I love this guy. His name's Carlos, my brother, and um, he's like 18 now. But seeing him grow up makes me feel like I'm growing up. Yeah, yeah, you for know? sure. So, so just just seeing that um, is huge. Like yeah. being able to be best role model I could be. Yeah, and that's a huge inspiration for me too. Motivation, whatever you want to call it, is like for me growing up. Um, you know, I was always a hardworking kid. I played sports and all like that, that kind of stuff. Um, did well in school, but I definitely like went down the wrong path as I got into high school. Nothing crazy or anything like that, but you know, I was just focused on the wrong things. I had the wrong, um, wrong ideas in my head, and uh, that's been a huge inspiration for me is for this podcast in particular. Is like to try to play some type of role in like being like somewhat of a leader and in, in an example in, in bringing these conversations to the table. And you know, it's one of those things. Like for me, there's obviously there's obviously a lot of podcasts out there that are great, right? There's you know tons of great businessmen who have podcasts. I'm sure you listen to some of them. For sure. Um, but I think as a young person, especially if you're like 15, it's like, it's going to be hard to relate to somebody who's True. so far ahead of you in life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whereas like, you know, I think the average 15 to 18 year old is mainly looking at like 20 to 25 year olds True. and, and seeing what they're doing and seeing mm -hmm. what they're talking about. And so that's been a huge inspiration for me. And um, yeah, one thing I want to ask you is like the importance of like having like a mentor like you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, how has that helped you in business? Having somebody look up to, I know, I know you do have a couple mentors that I think yeah. I've met um, who are great. So like, how, how has that impacted you? And, and like, talk about like the importance of, of like you said, having, having mentors in your life who mm -hmm. have been through things that you haven't been through yet. Yeah, it's, it's definitely huge. It goes back to that association, which a lot of people talk about. It's in Think and Grow Rich. Robert Kiyosaki talks about it in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But, you know, like you're made up of the five people you hang out with. And um, for me, it's mentors. Like the, the mentors I have is who I look up to. And it's really important for me to choose a mentor because I don't just want a mentor that is good in one area and then bad at other areas I care about. Right. You know, for example, if I'm pursuing e-commerce and, you know, finance like with real estate and stocks, that's kind of like my goal. Then, yes, I want to find a mentor that's maybe... 30 or something who's got a lot of properties got a lot of e-commerce results but if he doesn't have like a good relationship in his marriage like let's say he's going out with different girls every other night i don't want to sacrifice that thinking into my head because i'm going to hang out with him learn business advice from him but eventually relationship topics will come up in our in our conversations and and that's putting me in danger to to think maybe maybe my long-term commitment relationship isn't the only thing out there that, that that's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, So, like, sure. when, when having a mentor, that's something I realized slowly is I'm going to be really picky. I want someone that represents all the good values, not just one, one value. So, yeah. I know that uh, teachers are really important uh, in everyone's life. Um, how are you able to tell whether, like, a mentor or a teacher is telling you something good, something beneficial that you could actually apply to your life. Whereas like there can be people who are older and uh, like show themselves to be wise, but they don't really have the best intentions for you or, or they don't truly care about the path that you're heading down. Yeah. So um, 
what what are some things that you were able to to see or to tell um in your mentors and the teachers that you've had um from good and bad or like things that you were able to take and and uh practice in your own life and things that you knew necessarily weren't for you well yeah I, like how to differentiate good intentions versus you know fake intentions for mentors i think is like figuring out like why they're teaching you first of all you know if someone's teaching you maybe to sell a program or someone's teaching you um whatever so that you can you can help them then then it's like fake intentions but if someone's teaching you and your success does doesn't even help them that much then that's real intentions you know when, when you see someone giving value to someone and it doesn't really affect them that much and that's real intentions that means they're doing it out of their heart because if you become really big and it doesn't even affect their lifestyle then like that was true intentions they don't really care whether you take it or not they just want to help you out and give it to you you know i have a question for you because you uh you mentioned robert kiyosaki um i know like i've read a few of his books and one of his biggest things is um this idea of like the rich don't work for money mm-hmm. um what are your like what's your thoughts on that and like how do you how do you look at that because that's something when i read it i was like that doesn't make sense like what do yeah. you mean the rich don't work for money like yeah of course they do Right, right. So, right. like, what, what do you make of that? Like, I know that's one of his big, big things um, for you know people who want financial freedom and all these kinds of things. What, how do you, how would you explain that to yeah. somebody who's like, who reads that and they're like, what? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that statement, and I think a lot of big people have said that too. Like Kevin O'Leary, I think I heard him um, in a podcast, or not a podcast, just like an interview, say the same thing. But what that kind of means is when you don't work for money. Uh, being younger you're more looking for skill sets you're more looking for connections for sure you know so it's just like growing up uh, through school through through college and then when you get a job you're trained okay if it is it worth it depends on what the hourly income is right but the reality is you should ask is it worth it by who are you going to meet what are you going to gain throughout the, the way you know if if you're trying to learn like a sport and you have a famous athlete and he's like hey you can come to the training camp you know an employee mindset is like oh um, like is it an internship like uh, yeah you know what, what am I gonna get from it like paychecks what am I talking about but like an athlete's gonna think oh dude like I'm gonna get connections I'm gonna learn from them right. I'm gonna think like them so same thing with an entrepreneur uh, when I was in college I was, I was on LinkedIn and I was just looking for more business people because mm-hmm. ASU like I said earlier party school and I couldn't find anyone that was interested in like entrepreneurship. It's crazy. Oh, and yeah, crazy. I was just like in my classes talking to people like, hey, what do you do? And everyone was just kind of day to day. Like no one had plans other than finish college. And I was like, dude, like I cannot be the only one. Yeah. So did, I want, did I want, that scare you any whenever you heard that? It not, not only did it scare me, but like it made me almost question myself. Like maybe my thinking isn't worth it like maybe i should be thinking like them because like i said when you're in association you question your thinking if you're surrounded by that too much so when i was in college and everyone's just day to day year to year it was hard to find a group but um eventually eventually i did you gotta you gotta eventually find that group that that's out there yeah man so for me like one thing i've learned these past like six months of like being in in real estate as like a real estate agent is um, kind of what you're saying it's it's not necessarily like you could be the f- the biggest expert in your field right mm. but if, if you don't know people if you don't have the connections if you don't have the people around you like you're you're really like going nowhere you know what i mean 
Yeah. Um, so that's, and that was a huge inspiration for the podcast is what I realized is like, it can give me like the opportunity to meet people like yourself who are busy, who are successful and like try to provide some value to them as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think like most people who are, you know, super successful, they don't just have time just to have, you know, conversations every single day with people who, you know, just casual conversations, right. you know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, that's a huge thing for me, man, is like business in general seems like, you know, I'm not a business expert, but it seems like it's, it's really about people. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say like you look for in people who, you know, maybe you might want to do business with or, or you know, for, for, your, for your business, like what, what are some traits that you look for in people um, to kind of bring into your inner circle? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Obviously, like it's cool to have people who you know, but it's, there's a big difference between letting somebody inside your personal circle, mm-hmm. inside of your business. So like what, what are some things that you look for in people? Right. Hmm. I wouldn't say what we mentioned earlier, which is when you asked me, like, what's the most important thing to get you through entrepreneurship, which is finding a why. Yeah. Finding a why to why is it you want to start a business. I think that's the most important thing when I'm um, not only maybe growing out my business, finding business partners, but but just making new friends that I can connect with. Because even if people are in different industries, I still like to keep them in my connection circle. And I want to figure out, like, um, what path are they going to go on long term and why is it they're doing what they're doing and like sometimes there's people you mean like they're just fun to hang out with but maybe they're not that productive mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to like cut them off but maybe you know limit how many times you hang out with them you know I have a lot of friends from high school even college where they're just goofy they're fun to hang out with they're not bad people but they're definitely not that productive and so like for them maybe I'll hang out with them once every two months once every three months right but when I'm looking for someone to add to my inner circle, someone in that, you know, like elite, like 10 people I, I, I hang out with all the time or talk to, it's going to be uh, based on like, where is it they're going? You know, what is it they talk about a lot? You can tell what someone does when they're at the house by what they want to talk about when they see you. For example, if you have coworkers, right, I'm still working, I still have a job at, at Verizon. Uh, so when I'm talking with, with employees or even bosses, I know what their interests are by like, the first thing they want to talk about when they get to work. That's huge. You yeah. know, like, oh, hey, did you see this on the news? Or, oh, hey, did you see, uh, like, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing? Yeah. You know, uh, or, like, hey, did you see your Hurricane Ian? You know, so that's what I know. That's what they're doing when they get home. They're on the news. They're on Netflix. Uh, they're, 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 they're doing games. You know, so because when you, when, you, when you study something and you get home, you just have to express it to someone. So if, if I meet someone for the first time and all they want to talk to me about is, like, business... I know what they do when they get home. Yeah, they're, they're reading books. They're they're watching podcasts, watching YouTube, or actually going to business, because that's they, they need to express that to someone. So once I see that, I'm like, love to add you to the circle. You know, love mm-hmm. to hang out with you. So that's what I look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you guys were talking about earlier, uh, mo- most people think it's about like the wisdom that you have and. And it's about what you've obtained that that separates you from other people. But other times it's really it's not what you know, it's who you know. And um, most of the time as an entrepreneur, time is money. That's where you make your money at is is with what you do with your time. So um, what what's some things that you enjoyed most about uh, your time as an entrepreneur and, and being able to do things on your own time? You mean, was your question like what 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 things I would like to do outside of entrepreneurship or, um, or what what's some things that you enjoyed um, like as 
being an entrepreneur, uh, doing things on your own time instead of like um, being forced to, to work a nine to five or um, with the free time that you do have being an entrepreneur, what, what do you enjoy most about it? Oh, I got you. Um, yeah, well, obviously, like we're all still new in the journey. Um, I think we've had some success when it comes to finances, but not enough to like throw our jobs out and, and you know, be bothered with the house you know we still have roommates we still have all that stuff but responsibilities exactly responsibilities my, my fiance she likes to eat so <laughs> you know i can't i can't downsize our food and yeah you know i gotta make sure she gets the quality ingredients quality food um but but i think the biggest thing is this, the personal development is is one of my favorite things uh, of entrepreneurship on your own time is when you're on your own as an entrepreneur like you kind of have a battle in your head going on like i want to do this but i should do this i want to do this but i should do that and when you win those battles with what you should do then like you grow that muscle in you and it just makes you more confident you know like for me um back then i used to be really shy right yeah. i mean katie even though i went to his uh middle school <laughs> so i used to be really shy skinny and um all that stuff but entrepreneurship is what made me confident like i can talk to a CEO I can I can talk to anyone and I'm really confident about what I do and what I like but that's come from those those alone times of okay I'm, I'm not gonna watch TV this time I'm gonna read a little bit more uh, you know I have the weekend off I'm not gonna just go on a random out-of-state trip just for fun you know I'm gonna do this instead every time you win one of those battles you gain that confidence in yourself like I'm I'm doing something like I'm out there. I'm like a warrior, kind of, kind of that, that pride mentality. You know, yeah. that proud mentality. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. One of my, uh, one of my mentors. He has a podcast, Andy Frisella. Mm-hmm. He uh, talks about exactly what you're talking about. He calls it like the bitch voice and the boss voice. <laughs> yeah. And he talks about the same thing, bro. It's like, it, it's a, it's a really a battle. It's a daily struggle of like listening to that voice inside of you that knows what you should be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, for me, like fitness has been a huge a huge um kind of vehicle that i've used to like develop that muscle like mm. you're talking about because yeah. it's it's easy to you know say and I'll, I'll hit the gym tomorrow you right. know yeah. tonight tonight i'm gonna enjoy myself you know what i mean i think one thing for me that i've realized is i'm very new in like entrepreneurship and business um which is why i want to bring somebody like you on who has a lot more experience and um you know really knows what they're talking about in that but for me like with fitness what i've realized is you can kind of get the same kind of thing from yeah. fitness because it's like or really anything in life, but um, what I realized is like it's the day to day struggle of like listening to that voice inside your head that tells you, oh, you know, just take today off. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't got to work out today. You don't got. Mm-hmm. You, you can take a rest. But it's like th- that muscle inside of you, man, is is really powerful of like listening to your voice and, and just doing the hard things even when you don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is hard today. Like you're fit, right? You're pretty fit. You know, you got Instagram. I see work up videos and like 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 you know <laughs> but but it's it's kind of crazy how like in the u.s it's not normal to see someone fit you know i was thinking about that the other day for real and and i was like that kind of sucks you know where if you see someone with abs or you see someone that's just fit lean it's like whoa like that's not normal but what's normal is everyone a little bit overweight or a little bit underweight i'm like dang like that's scary it's just because like everywhere you go even if you try to be conscious of your macros, it's like, dang, like this food is bad. Like anywhere you go out to eat, it's not the best. Um, so yeah, but you winning that battle 
compounding over time, not just a couple of days, but you know, for a couple of years now with the diet and with the workouts, that just builds that mental fortitude and that discipline, yeah. which, which easily translate into business. That's exactly. why a lot of athletes are really good at business. Yeah, and um, one thing I would say, like a little piece of advice for anybody who is listening is like, if, if you want to develop like some mental toughness um, and some, some fortitude and all those kinds of things that lead to success in anything in life, my recommendation is, you know, business is a little bit more intricate than like fitness. Fitness is as simple as eating right and hitting the weights or going for a run. Mm-hmm. My, my advice would be to use fitness as the tool to like um, develop the skills that can transition to anything, you know what I mean? Whether it's entrepreneurship or music or anything like that, um, I think it could be a great way for anybody to just get better as a human being, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, fitness is all under your control. Like nobody's gonna control um, what you eat or, or yeah. what time you go work out or what time you wake up. Um, so that's for me, man, like that was the first manifestation I ever achieved in life. Um, like growing up, I was three, four years old uh, watching like Rocky and Terminator and Arnold Schwarzenegger and all those action figures and stuff yeah. like that. And so in my head, I always wanted to be ripped and jacked oh, and like look God, good. Man. And so <laughs> that was like the first manifestation, like, okay, like, let, let me really do this. Like, let me try to accomplish this goal. And uh, let's see if, if I want something, if I can really go after it, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's my recommendation for anybody listening is like, if you're wondering like, where, where should I start in life? Like I'm, I'm struggling. I'm not happy with myself, you know, I'm not making any money right now, and I just don't know where to start, my advice would be, like, get in the best shape of your life. That's, that's honestly really good advice. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I know, like, people talk about depression, people talk about being sad, um, people talk about, like, not having any meaning in life, Yeah. and my challenge to them is, go get a six-pack and tell me how you feel. <laughs> I promise you, you'll feel different. I'm not that's saying it's going to be the cure to everything, right, but, right, right. but you will feel dif- different about yourself and about life because mm. you will have developed some skills that you can apply to really anything. Yeah. So that's but just a little piece of advice, man. You're making me want to get six-packs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm working on it, but that's a that's really good point. Like, that's yeah. a really good point. Like, uh, a lot of people that struggle with confidence issues or self-esteem, you know, usually aren't fit. You know, you usually aren't that fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, re- you rarely see it. You rarely see yeah. someone who's depressed who's, like, in super good shape. Right, yeah. So that that's a really good point because when, when you're – I mean, not only do you look better, but – It's not even the physical. You feel so it's, much better. Like, you can sleep better. You wake up better. I know that for sure. You know, like, being used to being skinny um, back then, like, you could just feel weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all that things. But then recently, over the last year, I've been drinking more protein, working yeah. out more. And that confidence builds up for sure. So that's good advice. Any other questions you have, Josh? Uh, We're going to wrap it up here soon for Tony. It's getting late. But any other questions you have for him? Uh, No, I don't got any more questions. I would just like to say thank you for being on here on the podcast with us. And uh, thank you for having us over today, man. It was greatly appreciated. Yeah, yeah, Tony, um, I definitely want to say, man, I appreciate it. And I'd love to have you on in in the future sometime. You know, as your business grows, as this podcast grows, um, anybody who I bring on here, um, it's it's like I'm not gonna bring anybody on who I don't think is just you know killing it in all areas and 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 it's more of like a community, man. This this podcast really isn't just like about me, you know, trying to tell people you know how to live their life and right. acting like I'm some life guru right, or business right, right. guru because I'm I'm far from it. Like I'm just a normal person, right? But what I want to do, my goal is to bring people on who or know things that I don't know, have a different perspective and, and really just like build a community around it. And whoever I bring on, I want them to be able to come back, you know, whenever they want and just, you know, spit some game, you know, put some advice out there and just share their journey. You know what I mean? We're, we're all young here, 
But, you know, as we grow, as the podcast grows, we'll definitely link up again and, and do this again because I think you have a lot of value to offer. Um, and I'll say this again, man. I look at you like definitely a leader for our generation, man. You have a lot of things going for you. You have your head on straight. And right now with like all the, all the distractions in life, it's, it's rare to see someone who's young, who's, you know, really focused on, on being successful and growing as a person. So um, thank you again, man. And if there's anything you want to leave off, go ahead, you know. Yeah, well, again, thank you guys, too, for having me. I'll be down for a featuring Tony part two yeah, someday, for sure. you know, uh, later in the episodes. But, uh, yeah, I guess just final advice that, that can apply to everyone is, um, like, find find a little bit more of a, a spiritual meaning to your life because sometimes when people get uh, lost at an early age it's because they're overthinking what they want to do as a career. Mm, but like I said earlier, the, the three days that impacted me, First was finding my spiritual meaning in life, which was um, to lead people to a better life uh, through God. So once I found that, it doesn't matter what career I were to choose, I've already found my, my contentment and joy. Second one is like relationships, you know, value that relationships around you. Uh, if you have a significant other, like make that one of your biggest priorities in your life. Make that one of your biggest accomplishments and, and things to hold for because um, it's not, I don't really think it's cool for for older people to say, I've been through three marriages, you know, or I just see older people like with with younger people. Yeah. It's like, it's just not cool. But but then when I see older people, they've been married for 40, 50 years, I think that's success for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure, man. So, so find a spiritual meaning, whatever that is for you, value the relationships, and then you can focus on your career rather than flip-flopping it, making the career your whole life. You know, we're mm -hmm. not what we do. I, I don't want to die and people think like, oh, what was Tony known for? Just entrepreneurship. You know, I was talking him for just having good finances for his age. I'd wanted to be um, the the time they spent with me and the impact and the value of 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 like life in general. So, yeah. before we end though, I want to give you guys a gift for for coming over. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so I'll be right back and I'll give you that gift. All right, cool, man. Let me get that for you. Thanks so much. Right here. Kate, you are a fit guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're a big working out guy. So yep. I made you a protein shake earlier. So this is for you oh, cool, to make man. more, to make more protein shakes. Well, all right, guys, we're going to wrap it up, but I appreciate anybody tuning in. Tony's a, a freaking awesome dude, um, especially for his age. So we're going to be looking to bring Tony back on and, and spit you guys some game and just um, maybe uh, see if he can, you know, offer some value for you guys. For sure. But uh, thank you, Tony, again, and uh, peace out, everybody. We'll awesome. see you soon. Climbing up the hill, trying to get a deal, trying to get a meal. Hungry on the beat, hungry so I eat. And I don't know the feet, I only know the heat, I only know the grind, I only know the sweet. Yo, I miss sweat, I only know the best. That's up on my chest, I only know.